ready to create the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. We've done it ourselves after leaving careers in law and clinical practice. Like many other professional women, we wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our growing families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other ambitious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. We love making this podcast. It's our favorite thing we do each week. We've received so many heartwarming messages from you about how our episodes are impacting you, and many of you are asking what you can do to support the show. Please tell your friends about us, share on Instagram or Facebook, let them know what you're learning. But the very best way to help is to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Head on over to soulful.mba slash iTunes to leave a rating and review. It only takes a moment. The more reviews we receive, the easier it will be for others to discover the podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. We look forward to seeing what you build online. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Soulful MBA podcast, episode 67, Pivot. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hey, Sandy. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. Hi, everybody. I see you dancing behind dancing. my audacity window. Oh, my God. I'm sitting here dancing because I'm really excited to talk about this today. Yeah, this is a fun one. We didn't have to read any articles to prep for no, this one. No, no books. You like those ones, Sandy. We've been thinking about this for a long time. And uh, when are we ready? When are we ready? And now we're ready. We're doing it, whether we're ready or not. Okay, this is a big one because we want to talk all about the concept of pivoting in your business and in your life and in your career. And we're going to illustrate this conversation with some examples of what we've been doing and what we are doing right now in our company. Um, and nobody really knows about this yet. It's kind of secret. So this is really- Not anymore. Long story short, we were created as a software company originally. So Namastream, our core business, was created as a software company in the yoga industry. It was something that I started a few years back by interviewing the owners of a whole lot of yoga studios all around North America, and I created our software product as a response to those interviews. And everything about the company and the product was built for that market. And maybe about a year ago, Sandy, I would say that we decided, you know what, we have all these other people using our software that are not in the yoga space. They're in the wellness space. They're like health coaches or fitness trainers or Pilates teachers. And we thought, okay, we're not yoga anymore. We're wellness. However, we have decided to niche up even further because now we have all kinds of people who are not in the wellness space or in the yoga space using our tool. And we've been really confused about what to do because every single thing that we had learned about business and that we've taught about business has to do with niching down, being as specific as possible, working with and speaking to a very targeted market of people. And, um, and so we're breaking all the rules. We're gonna, we're gonna change what we're doing completely. 
Yeah, normally niching down is a really good and super smart idea because you can talk to a very specific audience. And we do recommend this to our teachers on Namastream and our students in Soulful MBA all the time. And I think it's still a valid way to approach your business. However, we've just reached a point where I see what we can do with our software as much bigger than just one niche down area. Yep. So for me, it felt like we are excluding unintentionally, we are excluding a whole lot of people that can benefit from our teaching and from our software platform. And it made sense to open it up and widen the definition of who we are and what we do. And it actually feels, it feels really good, Jenny. Liberating. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we're going to tell you our story and talk more about our story because I think you might find some truth for yourself in our story. You might learn something. We, I certainly wish we had been able to listen to a podcast like this a year ago or 18 months ago when we started to struggle with this situation. Um, we really felt like it was res- the only responsible decision as business owners was to stay in our niche. And even though all of the signs and sort of our intuition and all of the signals in our company were telling us otherwise, we were like, no, this is the right thing to do. This is the smart idea is to stay niche down, even though it wasn't really appropriate for us for so many reasons. And so part of this podcast is just sharing, you know, you have to take every little bit of advice that you get and every strategy that you learn with a grain of salt. It may apply to you one day and then not the next. It may never apply to you. You really have to look at everything you're learning with respect to your own business and your the context of your own life and see if it makes sense. And I 100% believe that it was the right decision early on to niche down. I wouldn't have been able to create this company if I hadn't focused very specifically on this one group of people being yoga studio owners. You know, I would say that that's a rather small percentage now of our client base. And so to only continue to serve that community was essentially irresponsible to the rest of our client base. And so it's just been a really strange process to unniche. Mm-hmm. There are not a lot of people who talk about this or who do this. I think a lot of people start really big and they start like, oh, I serve the whole world or I'm a coach and I serve everyone or I'm a consultant and I serve everyone. And maybe they're not as successful as they'd like to be because I think it's quite hard to get started if you don't have a very specific focus. But if you're like us and you're in a growth stage in your company, it certainly makes sense to reevaluate your niche. Yeah, I think it was Marie Forleo who made that saying quite famous about if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. And her message is always to to niche down. And I think that it is a big mistake in the beginning to just be big and be general and hope that you're going to catch a lot of people because you aren't talking to anybody. But I think what's been so interesting for us is the evolving over time. So in it, I'll big part of that has been this podcast. So when you were by yourself with Namastream and then Namastream and then I came on and we were still focused on yoga and studios and independent teachers, but this podcast has brought out in us a bigger mission. And that's, we've realized through all the years of our building our businesses and all the learning that we've done, that we want to open our arms and bring in more women and bring in ambitious women and bring in female entrepreneurs who have big dreams. And if we continue to say wellness, wellness, yoga, yoga, we're excluding all of those people. 
And I just yeah. want to be clear that clear that we are not saying no to yoga or we are not saying, you know, no more yoga, no more uh, wellness. Of course, the, of course, that we welcome those in. It's just that we're broadening the definition of who we serve so that it's a it's a bigger audience, because I really think we feel in our hearts that that's what we are meant to do. It's not just yoga. It's much bigger than that. Absolutely. And for me, this became an urgent situation when I started to field the inbox a little bit myself and I started to see we put a chat bot we played with a little <laughs> chat bot like a little chat hello on our website <laughs> it's an experiment to me like we've tried it before it's who's got time for that but this is what you do when you have a software company and it's been so interesting to see the questions that come in and how many people ask you know I'm a so-and-so can I still use your software and I'm always like, of course you can. Why couldn't you? But people actually feel unwelcome or they question right. whether they belong as part of our company. To me, I'm like, no, there's no reason why you as, you know, someone who teaches how to write a book or you're a music teacher or you teach English as a second language. There's no reason you can't use our tool. It's it's there's no reason other than our branding and our it's marketing. It's not like right? there's like a filter when you upload a video and if it looks at it and sees there's no yoga, it cuts it out. Like it doesn't work like that. It's just we've marketed to yoga and now we're opening it up. And you know, I've had so many conversations with um, other female entrepreneurs in my in my life, like in, in my real person face-to-face life in my networking group. And, and I would see these amazing women who are you know, more advanced in their careers and have an established expertise in, in whatever area. And I would say, you know, you should teach that workshop, that in-person workshop, you should teach that online. You could use Namastream. And they would say, inevitably, they would say, well, that's just for yoga or just for yoga mm-hmm. teachers. And, you know, it's just so frustrating. And I get why they, you know, everything we had was yoga. So, but I think there's a a big opportunity for us to welcome those women in. And while you were here in Calgary, we had some amazing conversation over dinner with some potential clients. It was really exciting to see these women and their businesses and their expertise, and they want to bring this online. Yeah, and I think that's right. And I just, I also want to say something personally here. I, for me, staying niche down in yoga and wellness has been playing it safe. So uh, there are other companies out there that offer teaching platforms, and they're much bigger than we are, and they're primarily run by men, young men who have gotten venture capital. And so I think for me, it's felt really safe to be like, oh, well, we're a bootstrap female-founded software company. We work in this specific niche. It's sort of we're allowed to be software startup founders in this little female-dominated industry. And I think for me personally to say, actually, no, we're bigger than that is an act of courage. And it's sort of putting my heart out on the table and saying, you know, we're stepping it up. There's no reason we can't be on par with these other companies. Um, our software does the same thing. It does some things better. It's a little bit different, but essentially... There's no reason we can't play in that bigger field. And um, yeah, so for me, it's it's really about overcoming that fear of playing big. And so when I thought about it that way, and I thought about what do we talk about all the time in this podcast, and what do we teach our clients, and what, what do we encourage our community to do, what would I give, hmm. what advice would I give someone else in our shoes? And I'm like, well, we better darn well follow that advice. If we're going to dish it out, we better be able to take it. 
Yeah, that's so true. And it's so interesting, even though we're aware of all this mindset, um, these conversations around mindset, yet we still fall victim to, you know, ourselves of, of, of playing really small. But I think for me, Jenny, when you were here in Calgary and we had those conversations and we saw the reaction of these very established experts and, and you know, not 19-year-old brand new teachers or, you know, online wannabe entrepreneurs, these were established a career business women, and they were so excited to use our platform and we, all we did was switch our language up. And so the possibilities are so big and it's so exciting what we can attract with our new way of thinking. Yeah, I'm really excited. I also want to talk a little bit about the fact that we've explicitly decided to talk about women. Um, I know we have some men who listen to our podcast. We love them. We've talked about how much we love them before. We have fantastic clients who are men. And I don't want to be hyper obsessed on gender here because that's a fluid, complicated topic to get into. But I also want to talk about why we are explicitly speaking to women as well. So it doesn't mean that men are not welcome in our community and on our platform. They certainly are. But from now on, we are going to also be talking more explicitly to women. And part of that is just because of our own lived experience as female founders. I think we as two women who had professional careers prior to our foray into entrepreneurship, I think we feel like we have some very specific information that we want to share with other women who are similarly situated or who are in a position that we were in maybe five years ago or 10 years ago. After having gone through the process of fundraising and gone through the process of kind of showing up publicly as female founders, I think we've really felt like we have something to say to other women who are in that situation. And so from now on, we're going to be a little bit more explicit about the fact that we're talking primarily to women. If you don't identify as female, you're certainly welcome to listen in. We would love for you to be a part of our community, but we're we're like I said, we're going to be focused most of the time now on talking to women because we feel like there's a real gap in the information that is available to women in this industry. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is an easy to use platform that helps you build and sell your own courses, memberships, and live stream programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. You can learn more at namastream.com. I know that we have one male listener who is in the music industry. He's not our quintessential client in any way, but he's always reporting to us how much he enjoys the conversation and the content. And it's inspired him to start a YouTube channel and, and sort of explore the business side of his music more. That's amazing. That's so awesome to hear that. So absolutely, we welcome the men. But yes, we will be using women in the way that we're talking. Yeah, well, because there are a lot of podcasts. If you go and look in the business section of iTunes, you will quickly see by just a quick glance at the thumbnails available to you that almost every single one of them is hosted by men. You know, there are female-run podcasts. It's a growing trend, which is fantastic, but it's still, in the business category in particular, it is heavily dominated by male voices. And so we just also wanna point out the fact that we know that 
and we're here and we want to bring more women on the show as well. So all of our guests so far have been women. In fact, when I look out at our lineup, Sandy, that we have set for the next few months, it's all all women. women. Um, That's not intentional, but I think, you know, we're happy to do it. We're proud to do it. So, you know, it doesn't mean there won't ever be men on the show there. I can think of a couple of guys I'd like to have on Mm -hmm. as guests. Yeah. We're getting increasingly open also to having guests. We're getting more comfortable with not being, you know, introverted and insular in our conversations. Um, So you can look forward to more interviews coming your way as well. So with all this conversation and our new ideas, uh, we decided that we needed a new website. And it has been all thanks to Jenny and her determination and her grit to sit and figure it out. And she has built a beautiful website for us that really represents who we are as entrepreneurs and as females doing this type of work. It's gorgeous, Jenny. And I just want to publicly thank you and acknowledge all the work that you did to, to get it created. It's a shared effort, Sandy. Not really. Not the, whoops. I'd say yes, no, yes, and maybe throw you a few pictures, but that's about it. So this is the first time since the early days of Namastream that I designed anything myself because I have been more behind the scenes. But as you've learned, if you're an avid listener to the podcast, we've been increasingly taking things back on ourselves. And part of the reason why we created this new site, it's soulful.mba. It used to be the website for our course. Um, But now we realize that Soulful MBA is a bigger brand, right? It encompasses all of our work. So it's our work as podcast hosts, sort of running the media company. It's our work as course creators or education company. And we also want to acknowledge the fact that we run a software company together. And there has been no one hub. There's just sort of all these discrete bits and pieces out there on the internet of projects and programs that we're a part of and that we've created. And I think clarity was missing. And part of it was we were unclear, right? We were serving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, We were confused confused about the market we were serving. We wanted to be serving a bigger market, but we were trying to be niche down like we talked about earlier. And so I really couldn't ask one of our designers or collaborators to work on this project because, Sandy, this was you and I working on it day by day, getting clear in our own minds. How do all the bits and pieces of our businesses fit together? So that's what we've done with soulful.mba. If you want to go there and learn more about our new brand and new vision for our brand, it's still us. The podcast is going to be the same. Nothing is really changing other than the fact that we have more clarity on our brand and who we're speaking to. And I hope that by doing that, we can better serve you. We can be more clear with what we're offering you and how we're talking to all of you as listeners and as followers of what we're doing. Yeah, I think we got some confusing questions. Like people were just like, what do you guys do? What do you mean? You have podcast, you have software, you have what? what? And so this one central hub of a website, you can go and you can see all the different arms of our business from one glance and it makes so much more sense. And we've also declared our mission statement, which I think really nails down what we want to do. Yeah. So our mission statement is we help ambitious women build and grow businesses on the internet. So that's what we're about. I mean, that's what we're about with our software. That's what we're about with our courses. And that's what we're about with our blog and our podcast, right? So we do other things as well. We're still serving the health and wellness industry. We're still doing everything else we were doing, but we have a much more clear mission and brand. I think I got a little bit tired when we would go to conferences or meetings or events and people would be like, oh yeah, you run that yoga company. And I felt like, you know, not really. It's really not a yoga company. It's a technology company. And... We serve a lot of people in the yoga market, but 
I don't run a yoga company. And I just felt confused that people thought that about us. And I felt a little bit belittled by it. Not that there's anything wrong with running a yoga company, but it's just not what I do. And I felt like, um, you know, just pigeonholed, right? And so now we run a software company, we run an education company, and we run a media company. And that's what I do every day. I show up and I sit at my desk and I do the hard work with respect to those tasks. Yeah. And now we have a nice website to clearly define each of those areas. So it's great. Yeah. So I think just our message to any of you who are feeling frustrated or confused in your business, and maybe you're a couple years in, I think it's worth going back to your core values, which we always talk about. And you can listen to Ikigai, a recent past episode to, to listen to us yammer on about that stuff. Um, but like really trying to figure out, are you where you want to be in your company? It's one thing to follow opportunistically where you can go and what's going to make you money or what seems easiest for you to do. And I think in the beginning, that makes a lot of sense. It's so frustrating and hard in the beginning of building a business when you don't know what you're doing and you're putting all the pieces together. And so it just sort of makes sense to be opportunistic and to to devote yourself to doing what's bringing in the revenue, right? Especially if you're trying to transition out of another career. But once you've got yourself a little bit established, you're a few years in, it's worth really considering, is this what you really want to be doing? Is this like the the way you appear publicly? Is that aligned with your vision for what you want your brand to be? You know, it's never too late to make a shift, to pivot, to redefine what you're doing. Um, and, you know, we're doing that four years into this company's being founded. I mean, Sandy, you come on, came on board two and a half years ago. So really, the current iteration of our brand is only two and a half years old. But still, like, that's... You know, there there are a lot of moments where I felt like, oh, it's too late to broaden our focus or, you know, we're just we're sort of stuck in health and wellness. This is our industry and this is the company we built. And until we get out of this company, there's no opportunity for us to have anything else. But that's actually not true. Yeah, it's never too late. And I think just to really read those inner signs that we were feeling kind of frustrated and kind of sometimes angry that people would just pigeonholed us so much. Those are the signs that maybe can you tweak something? Can you do you need to narrow it or do you need to broaden it? Um, so, you know, just really kind of reflecting inward, I think is is helpful to identify when that shift must occur. Yes, exactly. So with that, we would love and welcome you to visit our site, soulful.mba. And Sandy, you have a little hustle for them to grab when they come to our new website. Yeah, part of our new branding and our new message is that we want to welcome anyone who has something to say, anyone who has something to teach, anyone who wants to build an online business through courses or memberships or live stream and consulting. Any of you, uh, we would welcome onto our platform. And to help you get there, we have created a free course that we're calling Become an Online Teacher. So if you really want to do this, but you don't know what your next steps are, um, this is what this course, Become an Online Teacher, will do for you. So it's five days. It's a straight email-based course. It's going to get you sorted as far as what your idea is, how to organize it, how to format it, what's the best way to teach it online. You're going to map it out. You're going to create a video. You're going to price it. And by the end of this five-day course, you will have an offer ready for your community. So 
It's a free course. And if you go to soulful.mba, you can pop your email address in and start the course. We'd be so excited to have you on board and we'd love to follow and see what you create. Yes, I'm so excited. So our joy for the week is Adobe Lightroom. So in the process of rebranding, rebuilding our website and redefining our presence on social media, both of us have developed a keen interest (laughs) in photography and photo editing. (laughs) Who knew that was going to start to happen? And Adobe Lightroom and some presets that we've been able to buy from different sources have been a really fun and great tool to use along the way. We had recently recorded a course for our Soulful MBA Inner Circle members about editing, and I gave some resources for some phone apps. But to take it up another step, Lightroom for those website where like, you know, it's really important to have strong, clear images with perfect lighting. Lightroom has been just a godsend. I can't Like there's never would I ever post a picture now without running it through Lightroom. Yes. And we also found a really great teacher on Creative Live that we've taken a couple of classes with who teaches Lightroom. And so, Sandy, do you remember her name? Candace Stringham. Candace Stringham. I'm sorry, Candace. She's a photographer, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So we've taken a couple of her classes on Creative Live. They were super inexpensive. So we'll link to her classes as well. Because like any Adobe product, Lightroom is a little tricky when you just buy it and open it the first time it's a little maddening if you don't know what you're doing I thought it was super easy to use just like hover and change things but Sandy forgets the fact that we run software companies for a living (laughs) but for regular people Sandy it's important to take a course for any Adobe product so I stand by I stand by that all right folks well there you have it we have just come clean about some pivoting that we're doing and unniching that we're doing. If you also are interested in making changes in your business, we recommend that you talk it over with someone first. And so we'd love for you to head on over to our free Facebook community, soulful.mba slash Facebook, where you can connect with other like-minded entrepreneurs. Great. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Jenny. See you Wednesday for an office hours. Soulful MBA is not just the name of our podcast. It's also the name of our premium business course and community. If you are a wellness entrepreneur who dreams of growing your business online, but you're not clear on your next steps and you wish you had someone to guide you, then we've got something for you. Get Soulful MBA's first syllabus and three free video lessons by heading over to soulful.mba sample. Sample.